And now, another cup of... The London Fog. And here we are with another cup of... The London Fog. (laughs) (laughs) That was the creepiest entrance of all time. That's because today we're talking about some creepy stuff. I know, I know, creepy things. I'm so excited. But actually, since we did our last recording, I didn't even mention... Have you ever watched... Victoria on like it was a masterpiece theater like PBS special. It came out last so. year. Um, I definitely hadn't watched it, but of course, seeing that my last episode was about Victoria yeah. Albert's like love story, I've only watched like three episodes in, and I have to say I am kind of unimpressed and I'm disappointed because I love masterpiece theater, but it's nowhere near like at least like her adolescence like I think they do a good job kind of portraying like her being isolated but I don't know if her story of like how Victoria and Albert meet is anywhere near correct she's like 21 when they already meet there's nothing about the letters that they send over the years they get engaged on their first meeting that seems weird like you right Especially seeing that, like, I guess because it's just called Victoria, they're trying to make her more independent. But the fact is, is, like, she was a 17-year-old girl. Like, how independent independent. were you, really? You know? So, I thought I would let other people know that I am unimpressed, but maybe they're, like, really into it. Yeah. You could be, too. (laughs) I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. That is definitely Piper in the background, just eating some dog food. Do you think that we can hear that over here? Probably not. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. All right. We, we have a puppy in the background. We could take away her food, but uh, I don't but know. But then that, that would be really sad. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and our ratings would go down for animal cruelty. So, today we're talking about... Crime and murder. Crime and murder. So I mean, murder is a crime. So let's just say we're talking about crime. Crime. British crime. Yes. Because, well, there's a lot of crime that happens, but it's somehow more interesting than, like, the depressing crimes that happen in America. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think it's just because they have a little bit more history. There's a lot more going on. You watch, they're the exact same crimes, and people are all like, what are you guys talking about? But they just seem so much more exotic. And I think maybe because it's, like, a smaller country, like, the cr- the crimes are a bigger deal. Like, yeah, like, maybe. We live in a giant city. People are getting murdered right. every day, and we have no idea. I know. Every time I watch one of those, like, cops or, like, cold case files, they're always, like, Harris County. So, like, Houston, Texas. Like, yeah. That's me. Like, we could be killed later today. No. No, we don't live no, in that part of Texas. No, knock on wood. Uh, but, <laughs> don't but murder us. I'm just saying. We're nice people. Just making a pleasant little podcast about <laughs> British things. <laughs> Enjoying life. But, yeah. No, I'm really excited about this. And I have a feeling that we're going to come back to this topic often. Yes. Come Because... I mean, everybody's intrigued by crime and, and Well, but I mean, and, like, there's, like, current crimes. There's historical right. crimes. There's I mean, heists. There's 
Great Britain has been around a long time. I know. We could go back. There was a lot of crime happening during this. Right? Stealing of the the Conqueror's time. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about the people that have stole London from other people. Also, let's just get this clear right now. Do we believe King Arthur is real? Because I do, oh and I'm going to use him as some stories. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, we, this could be a whole episode, another cup all in its own. Do I believe King Arthur is real? Okay, okay, pause. We will save that for oh a later gosh. combo. Okay, okay, put a, put a pin in it. Because we need to discuss that before we're allowed to use any of those Okay. Stories, okay. you know. We'll put a pin in it. That will be an upcoming episode soon. We can't yeah. leave the people, our, our many fans, on a hook. Less, <laughs> as big as King Arthur real. Um, yeah. It's important to know. It's important to know. Thanks a lot, Guinevere. All of the, the assets that I come... And how many films that there's been made from just the franchise? Is it a myth? The it's legend? not a myth. It's... It's a um, mythological legend. <laughs> he's just a legend. A I, true... Okay, whatever. Okay, I don't know. We, we okay. can't. This is, this is too deep. We're getting um, too deep, too far. We're talking about crimes today. And I think because I went first last time, I think I'm going to make you go first this time. Okay. Mine's a real downer again. <laughs> Leah, I feel like if you've ever... You guys haven't seen what Leah and I are like or who we really are, but... There's the Kate side and the Leah side. I feel like we're a little bit of a yin-yang. Like, usually you're the downer. <laughs> you're usually the black, saggy, sad part. And I feel like we just need balance. In, in, but I feel like in this podcast, you might be the downer side. And I'm yeah. always going to be the one trying to find the, the silver linings. But what happy thing did you find when we're talking about crime? Okay, whatever. We're getting into this. It's getting into it. So, okay, I'm going to be talking about Colin Ireland. Okay, I don't know this at all. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to just snuggle up here with my hydro flask. (laughs) You just tell me all about it. So I was a little worried because at first I was like, this happened in 1993. That's so recent. Then I realized that I'm old and 1993 (laughs) is not that recent. So it's true. Hopefully it's not a sensitive topic. So people will be fine with it. Colin Ireland is a serial killer, mm. and his nickname from like the police and the newspapers was the Gay Slayer oh. because he targeted gay men. I love how it's like we're recording this right during Pride Week. Good going. Good job. <laughs> well, yeah. So like, here's the thing. And I thought of that, and then I was like, well, I need to like, you know, talk about his victims to like... I don't know, but... It's true. Let it out. So, so here, here's the thing about Colin Ireland. So, he was a... Um, he was a former soldier, and he, and he, like, had been convicted for, like, burglary and robbery and stuff like that, um, but, like, nothing big before okay. this. So, in 1993, and... I don't know how old he was in 1993. He was born in 1954, so... I don't know. Okay, but I feel like that's around my parents' age. Oh, 54. Gosh. <laughs> oh, you're so right, because, yeah, my dad was born in 59. So, okay. in 93, he was... I don't even know. Probably yeah. in his 30s. So, um, so anyway, so he... Uh, in 1993 makes a New Year's resolution. 
And his New Year's resolution to lose weight that he's going to become a serial killer. Oh my god! Which I'm like, writes that? Did he wrote it down? He probably like followed one of those guys that's all like, "You will succeed in life if you write down this shit." Yeah, which I'm like, (laughs) who decides? Like, that's that's my goal for this year. Lose a few pounds. Meet Angela. Become a serial killer. Yeah, like I don't know if he like. just decided on a number. I don't know what's going on there. So anyway, so he, according to him, so he had been married twice before this. So he said that he was heterosexual and he was pretending to be gay to befriend potential victims and that his motives were not sexually motivated. Okay. So I don't know if, so he said, if, I believe that because he also has a later interview where he says that like, so he was really weird. He was, he said that he like picked gay men because he felt like at that time the police, I don't want to say didn't care as much, but you know, like, right. Or, or that like gay there men. There was just would, an, as big of a focus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so, um, so, but then it's weird because then later he like tries to get caught sort of. So I don't know okay. like what he was really doing. So anyway, so that year, when he decides to become a serial killer, he's living in South End, and he frequents this gay pub in West London called the Colhern. Okay. I don't know if that's still there. That's all right. Yeah. I'm sure somebody from the pub will become a fan and be like, you said it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so he would go to the pub and pick up men, and then he would kill them in their own home. Like, he'd okay. pick them up, and they would invite him home, and that's where he would kill them. Bummer. So... So the first victim, so, I don't know, do we want to, like, talk about the victims' names, or do we, like, just... I mean, I kind of want to know, like, how many there were, if there's a relation other than they were just homosexual. Okay, so I have, like, a list of the victims, and... How many? So there were, let's see, one, two, three, four, five victims. Okay. So the first victim was Peter Walker... He was a 49-year-old choreographer, and he, um, so Colin, after that he killed him, so I'm not going to go into details on how he killed him, okay. but he cleaned all the, he cleaned his, out his entire flat, he spent the night there because like he was afraid that neighbors had seen him like come in with him at night so he like spent the night there and then left in the morning like when people would be leaving for work that way it wouldn't be that suspicious um and you imagine like sleeping next to like a dead body or something like in the next room it's so weird (laughs) oh but also peter walker had some dogs and so he locked his dogs in a in a different room Okay. And so the day after um, the murder, he had heard no news of the, like, the reports of the crime or whatever. And so he called the Samaritans, which I guess is, like, some group in the UK that, like, helps people. I mean, Samaritans. Duh. Yeah. And he called the journalist, and he told them about the dogs and that he had murdered the owner. <gasps> And he said he wanted to become famous for being a serial killer. Oh, so this geez. like started this rumor that he was that the serial killer was a dog was like an animal lover that he like called to save the dogs. But okay. that's why I'm saying like he wanted people to know he was a serial killer. So like he, I feel right there. You're already not going to be so successful. Like, I mean, that sounds terrible to be like I'm rooting for the serial killer, <laughs> but I mean if you're going from the get go to be like I want to be found. 
you're going to make it too obvious. And like I say, this is a terrible comment because it's all like, you just won't get as much killing in, you know? Like, ugh, gross. So sad. Yeah. So, so after that, he waits two months to go back to the pub to find his next victim. Okay. So Same pub. Does he yes. always go to the same pub? Yeah. It's a gay pub. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. So, the next victim... You know, I don't know if my list of victims is, like, the same as my list of, um, as my list of, like, the, the, of, like, when it's happening, but... Okay, that's fine. Okay, so the next victim, he goes back to his house, it's the same sort of thing, he, like, you know, they have sex, whatever, and he, they were, like, doing bondage stuff, so that's how he, (laughs) that's how he made it happen. But the weird thing is, he um, (laughs) he weirdly like got his like bank card and his pin number. Yeah, because he wanted to be like like, in bondage and like strapped up, and it's all like, and my pin code is four one seven. Well, because like they were like doing sexual stuff, so he would, and then like he wouldn't let him, he wouldn't untie him, and he was like, I "I need your pin number, you know. Yeah, and he like steals his money, which weirdly he said was to reimburse himself for his expenses of like what are your expenses for killing someone you, like you I, bought the, him a drink yeah, like the I don't drink know. the the harness that he might no we're not gonna get it yeah yeah so that was i think if i'm going in the right number a guy named perry bradley the third um and he was oh this brings it all into texas he was son of a texas democrat Party. Oh, there you Fundraiser go. person. I don't know. Harris County. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Um, so, so that was like two months after the first one. Okay. So then six days later, he picks up another man at the pub. And then, and it's the same thing. He always like cleans everything up really nice after, you know, so that he won't get caught. So he like was cleaning everything up. So this was a man named Christopher Dunn Mm -hmm. and he was a 37 year old librarian and, and he was found naked in a harness. And so police thought that he, um, was like into the S and M kind of. Yeah. And so they thought it was an accidental death. Oh, okay. So, so, so it wasn't like linked to the other ones. Okay. So these three murders happened. So, Colin Ireland gets angry because he's received no publicity from these three murders. Like, well, there's no... Well, it usually no... also takes, like, it has to either have, like, a very big signature on it. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's, like, cleaning things up, you know. So, he's right. mad. He's, like, nobody's writing about these in the paper. Like, you know. Only if people know, like, oh, and these are three guys that all went to the same pub. That would be the only thing yeah. I know. The Cole Hearn. Which I don't even think would, like, probably make anyone interested because it's like it's three gay men and this is a gay pub like, like people being like all three of those people visited starbucks oh okay. yeah exactly <laughs> like i don't know so so then he's angry about it so he goes back to the pub just three days later and he finds his fourth victim he kills him so then this time he leaves a condom in the victim's mouth oh which i guess that he had done with the first victim Okay. And, but at that point it was just like, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. And so, but, so he does it because he wants. Needs a um, signature or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gross. So the third, so this guy was Andrew Collier, Collier, Collier. and, um. We like it. It's good. Yeah. Cool with it. Yeah. Um, this guy, he also, he also, um, 
oh, oh my gosh, these are like more weird details. But anyway, this guy, he also like cleaned up and whatever, and, but he forgot to wipe a bar that he held uh-huh. with his, of his fingerprints. So he like cleaned everything up because that's what he does. Um, and then the weird thing is this guy had a cat mm-hmm. and he killed the cat because he was oh. like, he just wanted like the papers to know they were wrong when they said they thought he was an animal lover for like calling to tell oh. people about the dog. I don't know why you'd be mad that people think you're an animal lover. Right? That's not a bad thing to have on your record, but okay. Yeah. But this person, oh, but this person, he also um, was looking, was trying to find his bank details to get some money. And Collier was HIV positive. So he got really mad when he found out that he was like yeah you know which i'm like okay why are you mad you just killed him like i don't know i hope you get something like (laughs) that will be your penance and after this guy in addition to leaving the signature he called the police to be like hey oh these are all linked he called them yeah yeah oh boy so um okay yeah keep going yeah it's really weird so there's one more yeah yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I feel like I missed one. You know what? It's because of that one that I think I messed things up a little bit. But, yes, so there's a fifth one. That's fine. If you need to email us, yeah. <laughs> shameless plug, and tell us what we did wrong, you can totally do that. It's just londonfogpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. But really, yes. we're just two girls having a good time learning things British you are offended we are sorry but you know we're out to offend somebody apparently so you know somebody's gonna be offended it's fine so yeah so the fifth victim was a man from malta emmanuel spiteri he also met at the pub he also got his pin number i don't know it was a weird thing so like okay so when he's leaving that one there's he's at Charing Cross Station with him at one point because they're like going back to his house, and so there's video of him there with him. Oh, so okay. he sees himself on the video because I guess they like release the video or whatever, and so he calls to tell the police that he that is him, but that he wasn't the killer. Like he called to be like, yeah, that's me in the video, FYI, but like I. You know, I left, and there was another man with him, or whatever. Uh-huh. So, like, to throw How long did he think that that was going to last? Especially, like, did he really want... He obviously wanted to get caught, because in that other murder, he left the bar, uncl- like, cleaned off? Yeah, I don't know if that was an accident or what. But, so, after hmm. he calls to be like, hey, that wasn't me, they find his fingerprints in the guy's flat. So, oh. like, the, the... Yeah. And then they connect that to the fingerprints in the last guy's flat, and then they were like clearly this is all you so he's arrested um and he's charged with the murders of collier and spiteri the last two because that's where they found fingerprints okay so while he's there he confesses to the other three while he's awaiting trial so like that's the thing he did want to be caught which i guess kind of in a weird way makes sense like if you're so like crazy that you would put 
become a serial killer on your New Year's resolution, it's like yeah, you'd want people to know you achieved your goal. You know what I mean? Like, if I have a New yeah. Year's resolution and I'm like, Kate, my New Year's resolution is that I'm going to, like, run every single day this year or something ridiculous, if I achieve it, I'm going to be like, Kate, I did it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just seems so weird to me that obviously, like, like a child, like it's Christmas and you can't wait to, like, be found out. Yeah. Is it like, I thought kind of the mentality of most serial killers was all like, I'm doing this thing. It's a passion. Yes, I like the Zodiac, like he was into it, but it was like the game of like figuring yeah. it out. But this was but like this more like, like it's me. It's yeah. me, guys. <laughs> Choose me. <laughs> yeah. So he like, he's pretty weird. He tells the police that he doesn't hate gay men, but he just thought that they were the easiest target. So he pretended to be gay to lure them in, which I'm like, okay, but... Okay. But so, he was like, and he was divorced, right? When yeah, all this was going yeah, down, yes. could you imagine being one of his wives? Oh my gosh! And even like, after, yeah, boy, yeah, just being like, oh yeah, I didn't know that about him. Yeah, um, Ugh. and like the ones that he robbed, he said he robbed them because he was unemployed at this time and he needed the money to travel to like find victims even though he's finding them all the same place but it's like he's going to their house i don't know apparently he can't like a cab fare in england is expensive (laughs) or top off his oyster car i don't know right um yeah so so when they when they like finally like bring his case to trial in december of 1993 he admits to all charges and he's given a life sentence for each um, oh. And the, the judge called him wow. exceptionally frightening and dangerous oh. and said, to take one human life is an outrage, to take five is carnage. Uh, so in 2006, the home office, what's the home office? You know, something to do with, with law and office. order. A, we'll the, figure it out, guys. Yeah. Don't worry so about it. So they, like, released <laughs> this list of prisoners that, like, have, that have life sentences that will never get released. Because oh, you know how sometimes you can, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, even with a life sentence, you get parole or whatever. Right. And so there was a list, and there was 35 people where they said, like, they would never get parole, and he was on that list. Um, Good. Good. Yeah. At least there's some kind of justice. Well, so then... Oh, he, no. <laughs> he dies. He died in 2012 in prison. Okay. Um, huh. And so he was 57 when he died. I don't know. So that was it. I don't know. It's just wow. like, it, it's like a weird story. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily a good story. It's just like weird. Do you know if in England, they there's the death penalty? I don't think so. I think. I can Google this real quick. We can always Google. Let's just or we like, can always ask people, is there the death penalty? Because by that point, like if somebody I mean, obviously just, there used to be the Tower of London. Right? Just bring back some good guillotining and... Head so, chopping. <laughs> That's very patriotic. The last... So, capital punishment was abolished oh. in 1965. Oh. They're, so, like, above it. So, the last executions were in 1964, and they oh. were by hanging. Oh. Which... Ooh. I think I read something in, like, the United States. We still were, like, doing hangings up until, like, almost the 80s or something. Yeah, well, I think there's some states where you still can't, because it's like, oh no, it's, they stopped doing the, like, death by firing squad, but there's a few states that still let you, because, like, you get to choose how you want to die. Oh, isn't that just a real pleasure? Yeah. I don't know. We're in Texas here, but guns, 
Yeah. But I think, like, a lot of states got rid of that because they were like, that's not, um, like, that, like, yeah, okay, you're letting them choose how they want to die, but you're, like, inflicting emotional harm on the people who are, like, doing it. Yeah, having to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, so, no, but I was going to say, so, I was, like, looking up stuff about him, and he's, like, crazy creepy, he looks creepy, he's just, like, a creepy-ass man, but, um... But I was going to say, there's a few things, if anybody's interested, someone wrote a book called Gay Slayer, The True Story of Colin Ireland, which I'm like, what's nice. the true story? <laughs> Isn't uh, it, we, we have the story. Yeah, but there, in, in 2017, there was, in Voice, Voice of a Serial Killer, which I, I th- is that like a show with a series? I don't know. So, The Voice of a Serial Killer, and it's about... There's an episode on Colin Ireland, the gay slayer, and um, it, the, the like storyline plot summary says, After hearing the confessions of Colin Ireland, who murdered five men, uh, detectives have been haunted by the cold and calculating detail, unlike anything they'd heard before. Oh. I don't know. So. Well, there you go. We'll just list... We'll put that in, like, a link on one of our posts on, like, Instagram yeah, or something. Yeah, people if you're, will, like, like look up. interested. But, yeah, I don't know. I just was like, this is really weird. I just, it's twisted. Yeah. It's not good. No. Serial killing is never good. We're not for it. Yes. Just FYI. Please don't be a serial killer. <laughs> don't kill people. Never looks good. Um, yeah. Well, mine... Are you, like, are you, like, done? Yeah, I'm like, done. I'm done. See, I toes. just, like, didn't know how to, like finish that because yeah, but I mean like at least he was ca- at least he was caught and like he was caught but you kind of like oh my like, like almost, this is when you wish they still hung people right because you're all like well obviously this is always what he wanted and he got to live out like his life in prison getting to be like hey guys this is what I did yeah was, I, I, I got my new year's resolution for I don't know the last time I was able to be like Guys, I completed any of oh my, my gosh. New Year's resolutions. Colin Ireland is more successful than we are. Oh, don't tell me. Okay, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> sorry. Just had to say it. <laughs> All right, so mine is, uh, I would say, a little less depressing. Um, though, I mean, it's still a crime, but I want to say it's kind of a playful, weird crime. So, um, and I didn't know this at all until I was looking up. So, do you know the name Michael Fagan? I mean, I want to say it sounds familiar, but it probably doesn't really. I have no idea. Like, I was all like, what is this story? Um, So, just to, well, tell you guys all about it. Um, This happened in 1982. Michael Fagan is 33. He is a decorator, like, not very successful, He's had a weird relationship with his wife for many years. And uh, he is the man that found himself in the room, the bedroom of the queen. Oh, I have heard this. So, okay. But I don't know a lot about it, but I like know about it if Perfect. that makes sense so yes, yes. tell me I'm, more because i'm obsessed because with i it. know i was like <laughs> wait how did how did this happen like i started reading it and i just couldn't look away so he's an unemployed decorator and his wife for the like multiple time had just left him so it's july 9th 1982 and early in the morning uh 
Fagin, like, scales Buckingham Palace. Like, you know the, like, the fences that are, like, super pointy? Yeah, but... With the barbed wire? Those are all in the front, right? He... Girl, I don't know how he does it. Like, there are always so many freaking tourists out there. Right? And I know, like, I, maybe it's because What kind of day is this? I've been there, like... They well, say that it was around 7 a.m., which I would think it's still... There are so many people there at 7 a.m. So many people, right? I mean, but not as many as, like, maybe 11 we don't for the know changing because the... it was, like, the 80s, early 80s. I don't know, but... That's true. So maybe, people like, security People are way more into little... Instagram now. Like, right? I feel like more people show Waking up, up for magic like, hours yeah. with, like, your, like, Instagram picture turns out perfectly i don't know 7 a.m supposedly he scales the 14 the 14 foot wall how did he do that that seems hard right and also just think upper body strength he shimmy shinnies up a drain pipe on the side of a picture of him what did his oh my gosh like actually just looks really skinny and like emaciated like he just needs a twinkie or something okay that's how he fit in a drain pipe. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. not in a drain pipe. He, like, climbs up the oh, drain okay. pipe. okay. That makes more sense. Drain pipes are pretty small. <laughs> he gets to the roof of Buckingham Palace. And I don't know what is up there. A magic door. They didn't really explain how that happens. But somehow he finds his way in Buckingham Palace. They say that alarm sensors went off. But people were all like, oh, it's a malfunction. And they turned them off. Nobody went looking. They're all like, oh, it's faulty. And they silenced it. What? Okay, let's think about what's happening. What year is this? 1980? 82. Two? Okay. Okay, you keep talking. Okay. I'm going to like think He about wanders the palace for a few minutes. And by 7.15, he has wandered into the royal apartments. It says, like, some people think that he, like, broke an ashtray. I didn't find anything about that other than, like, Wikipedia. What month which... did this happen? July. July. Okay, I'm just thinking that the royal family is, like, pretty busy at this time because 1982 is when Prince William was born. End of June. Yeah, so it was like, kind of talking about, yeah, well, I'll get there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just thinking, like, maybe that's why people are just like, oh, I don't wonder what that is because I bet the queen was not in residence, right? Well, like, she was there because he wanders into her bedroom and, like, I can just imagine, I don't really know what it looks like, but it's, like, a four-post bed I'm with sure. the curtains drawn around it, and she wakes up to a crazy-ass man. Why did her 15 corgis not start barking? Right? <laughs> opening up the, sh- like, op- opening, like, the drapes and sitting on the edge of her bed. And he his word verbatim is, she woke up and says, what are you doing here? And runs out. He describes that she was like in a knee length, like button up, like nighty. Goes running Where for help. Where is Prince Philip? Do they not share a bedroom? No, I think there's. He said it was separate. He said that it was obviously like this was her sleeping quarters. Uh, okay, just wondering. Just right? <laughs> like, Where were you, Philip? Um. So she runs, goes and finds help. A footman named Paul Wybrew walks by and says like by Fagin's like reports offers him like a drink of like whiskey or something while they wait to like apprehend him so he's just like distracting him I guess yeah just distracting him he like gets up and you know leaves officers come um so 
1982, Queen Elizabeth is 56 years old. So she's still young enough to run away from Yeah, I mean, I was just have, like, like, a bit of a heart attack, though, you I know? know. I know, I was just, like, imagining her now, and I'm like, she's not spry enough to run right? away, but okay. So, of course, after this, like, this became a huge scandal. How did, like... The security, like, number one, the alarms did go off. They just shut them off. Like, there was a big, like, breach. So, um, Homeland Security was Willie Whitehall. He, like, offered his resignation to the queen. She refuses to take it, which I think is a beautiful sentiment. But I would definitely be that woman, like, no way. Like, you should be fired. I don't know. Because the thing is, like, yeah, he's head of security. But also, I'm sure he's not the one who made the decision to turn off the right. alarm or you know right. whatever who he was the hell probably made not, up that made that decision right who was the guy that was like behind the so, board that was like eh, it's probably what time just was it again early morning 7 a.m. because they say by 7:15 he was sitting on yeah, like the no, edge I'm of the just bed like wondering the when queen. the queen wakes up for the day because I would think that it would be around that time. Like, that people would yeah. be like making her breakfast. So, or this like, is my thing. Maybe like they turned it off because they're all like, oh, those shouldn't be going off, or people are just up and wandering already. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, somebody got up early because Prince right. William's here and he's crying. I mean, I know they didn't live in Buckingham Palace at that time, but you know. But they could have They could have been visiting. Could have been a dream. Here's the thing, though. Here's the catch. Because I was all like, okay, that's a crazy story. The thing is, is he says it wasn't the first time he broke in. He said that he did it one month before. A month before well, he did, did it. What did he do when he broke in the first time? He says the first time he shimmied up, like, shinnied up the same drain pipe but he startled a housemaid and they called security. But he went, he got inside, he hid. He saw them come in and like look for him, but didn't find anything. And they were all like, oh, you must have seen something. What? And so he then goes on to say that he... Well, went, I'm sure that housemaid feels good after the fact. Like, right? See, she's all I like, I'm right. There was someone here. If you just listened to me, he would have already been arrested. Right? So he says that he had made it in there. He says on that occasion, uh, occasion he went wandering around that he ate, like, cheese and wine. He said that he found rooms, quote, from him from a later interview, that he found rooms saying Diana's room and Charles's room, that they all, all had names on them, but I couldn't find the door that said WC. So he's looking for the bathroom. He said, all I found were some bins with corgi food written on them. I was breaking my neck to go to the toilet. What do I do? Pee on the carpet. So I pee on the corgi food. Oh, those poor corgis. I then go into Charles's room and took the wine off the shelf and drunk, uh, drunk it. It was cheap Californian. He's like, I go on there. You know, he talks about how he like goes and sits in like thrones. I don't know if this happens. Like he just has too many like weird things. He's like, I sat on the throne. I did this and that. Well, and here's the thing about that is like, if it's a total lie, no one is ever going to know because the palace is not going to like release a statement being like, yes, he's right. This is what their bedrooms look like. Or no, he, you know right. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. Um, and so it says, you know, that he got out by just kind of not walking out the front. Like he came back like up to the roof and like was able to just kind of walk off the premise the same way he came in the first time. But I'm just having a hard time at like believing it. But I mean, if it happened, 
he said the same thing. He tripped alarms, but it was faulty. But this time it happened at night. I thought, I would think that they'd be a little bit more. At night, they'd definitely take more care of like, right. what, what is this? I don't know. I don't think I believe, I don't believe that. Because the other thing is like, if this had happened in like August, I would believe him. Because that's when the queen leaves and she goes and stays in Sandringham. So like, then she's not staying at Buckingham right. Palace. So at that point, I would believe that, okay, like he could just walk off because people are there doing tours. And so like, there's Definitely. more stuff happening. But like when she's in residence and especially the month before Diana's like nine months pregnant. Right. And like, I just feel like, they would have a lot of security at that point. Right. And this definitely, I mean, definitely what is considered the second entry definitely happened because it's been recorded. Yeah, yeah. We know about it. Well, we know nothing about this first entry other than really his... His story? His story saying that he I did. Believe it. So I don't know if it's true, but... Do people believe I, it? Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of people, there were a lot of things saying, like, this was not only the man that did it once, but he did it twice. But I just feel like, okay, because it's so wild that you would do it once that, like... I feel like he would just make it up. Be like, oh, yeah, I did right? it another okay. time. You know what I mean? That's and why I wanted to present it, like, just telling you the one story and then being like, he said he did it again instead of, like, he's, like, it happened before and then this happened. Yeah, because I, I just, I don't believe it either because I, and I really think it's easy for him to, after the fact, say that he did it before and people would believe him because they're just so shocked that he did it right. at all. But here's the crazy thing. Out of all of this... He didn't get charged with anything but theft for the wine. They said that since it was since it was like a civic wrong and not a criminal wrong, which I need to look up the difference. I don't know what a civic wrong is versus a criminal offense. He wasn't charged for trespassing in the the queen's bedroom. That's weird. And that he was actually, like, everything was dropped after he was committed for a psychiatric evaluation. Well, okay, I kind of, I kind of understand because I feel like the queen doesn't want to draw attention to things like this. And, like, charging him with stuff, I bet that she would have to go to court as a witness. And I'm sure she's not going to court as a witness for something like this. Well, and especially after, like, her home security, like, Mr. Whitehall or Whitelaw was all like I'll resign she's all like no 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 I think it was just like brush it up get it out of like yeah the media as quickly as possible and like the fact that they had him do a psychiatric evaluation like maybe when she saw him it was like obvious that he was crazy and it's like you don't want to be that person who's like right you know prosecuting this clearly mentally ill man yeah like well here's the thing I keep saying that, but it's like, he just like, you can't help a man because he's out. He's living a full life because he and never he, got charged with anything. He did go to like jail for like some theft things later in life, but it was all for like two or three years since. Like he's never been like there. So he's just like living his life being known as the man that like sat on the foot bed of the queen. You know, do you think she got a new bed after that? I would definitely get a new bed. Yeah. I mean... And new sheets. Install new locks. like And never let anybody know what kind of nighty I wear to bed ever again. Yeah. Not just <laughs> but he said that he suggested the whole incident happened because he had too many magic mushrooms in his soup five months earlier. Quote, I forgot you're only supposed to take a little handful. Two years later, I was still coming down. I was so <laughs> high on mushrooms for a long, long time. I kind of believe it. I mushrooms know. are crazy. Right? There you go. Tripping <laughs> on shrooms. 
But that makes me think even more that he made up the whole first thing. Like, he, right? it was a hallucination. It had to be something that wasn't... I mean, I just don't know if I believe that Because I also twice. feel like there are not bins of corgi food right by their bedrooms. Right? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you've been peeing the corgi food. Yeah. I'm a little decorum. Yeah. Mr. Like, Fagin. <laughs> and also, I don't think that they have bedrooms to say, like... Charles' room and Diana's room because first of all, Charles and Diana don't live at Buckingham Palace. They they right. or they didn't. They lived at Kensington Palace, which is like practically next door. So why would they even need their own rooms over there? Right. Like I'm sure there are rooms they could use if they wanted. We should find out. Like maybe they were being like close. Maybe there was more medical staff because she would be pregnant. I wonder, because, like, when Kate was pregnant, she used the Queen's gynecologist. Okay. So I bet that Diana also used the Queen's gynecologist. Future like, episode. Kate's who gynecologist. was her gynecologist? <laughs> who is the gynecologist? <laughs> Let's get deep into his life story. Real deep. How many royal heirs has he delivered? <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, just crazy story. I think the moral of it is watch how many shrooms you take. Yeah, small quantities. Although now I kind of want to take some and see if I can get myself in there. I don't. Yeah, and just sit on the foot footstool, the foot stool of the queen. I just couldn't believe it. I was like reading it. I was like, this is not. This is not real. But it definitely happened. There is not tons of reporting on it, other than like personal inter- interviews with him. Because I just think it was kind of one of those like shameful moments that somebody at like the switchboard was all like, eh, that's probably a false alarm. And just flipped it off. Which is weird, because I just feel like... I don't think why there's would you, any way you could get in now. Even on yeah. shrooms. I'm sorry, Leah. So, don't but invest. Like, I just kind of <laughs> feel like, okay, yeah, you're like, oh, maybe that was an accident. That kind of makes sense if you work for anyone else. And I could even... I could... I could really see people working at the White House being like, oh, yeah, that was an accident, whatever. But, like, right. Buckingham freaking palace. <laughs> the White House or Buckingham palace. I mean, Like, come on. let's keep the queen alive. I let's don't know who was queen. president in the 80s, but we probably I don't, don't care. Oh, Reagan, maybe? Maybe Reagan. People are going to be offended that we don't we, know we anything know about American culture and that we have a podcast being two American girls from... Houston, Texas. It was Reagan. I am Boom. Right. Nice. Man, I know so much U.S. history, but that is not what this podcast is about. <laughs> this is all about British crap. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. That was mine. That is crazy. Thank you. I loved my find. I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. That's insane. So. I feel so sad for the queen. I wonder if she has know. nightmares about that. <laughs> like. Definitely ooh. after that, you'd be like, oh awesome you know it's good to know that i'm just wearing this crown and trying to keep everything together yet crazy crazy people that are high on shrooms can come into my room so easily and my corgis won't even bark and save me (laughs) and the corgis didn't even bark well i think that this was really productive i learned a lot colin ireland michael fagan i hope i'm saying his name right it's f-a-g-a-n all right, Fagan, Fagan, Fagan. I wanted to say Fagan at first, but I just don't think it's an A sound. Okay. Somebody can correct us, but yes, yes, British people. Yeah. Send us a video of you saying it in a British accent, please. Because <laughs> London our- Pod Podcast, <laughs> London Fog Podcast at gmail dot com. Fuck. Um. So yeah. So you can also find us on Instagram. Yes. At the London Fog Podcast. Correct. And then Twitter? 
Yeah, we have Twitter. Oh, yeah, definitely we have Twitter <laughs> that we know how to work. It is the <laughs> London Fog Pod. Just That's follow it Twitter. along. There will be some great stuff going on there. We're going to make it epic. I mean, I think our Instagram's going to be better because we know how to use it. Yeah, we're <laughs> still figuring out Twitter. I, I've actually never been on Twitter until this moment. Are you kidding me? Never once. Never? <laughs> never mean, popped over. My there. dog has a Twitter. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> And an Instagram. But I myself don't have Twitter. Only my dog does. <laughs> Just the dog has Twitter. Her name is Piper. We'll follow her at some other point. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. All right. We'll I think that's figure good. out more topics in the future. But thanks for joining us for another cup of the, the London, London Fog. Fog. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.